You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What's up, punters and dribbles? Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home on qualified opinion and unwavering bias. Uh, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. Mm. You're dead right about that. Anzac Day tomorrow. Yep. Streets are quiet. The streets are quiet. People seem jovial, Tom. Yep. People... Appropriately somber and respectful whilst yes. also appropriately upbeat and jovial. That's right. Respect in the morning, repentair in the afternoon. Yep. As is tradition. Yep. As Anzac Day dictates. Yep. There must be remembrance, acknowledgement, respect, and then rip and tear. I've been to, you know, Dawn Service Eye before, but never to the Bondi one, which I'm going to do. Haven't tomorrow. you been? No. Really? No. Interesting. There was one in Cove where they were like stand at the end of your driveway. Yeah, I did that one. Yeah, I didn't, but I do remember. But that I've been one. to Bondo quite a few times. I've never done the Bondo one, so I think that's what we're going to do tomorrow. Six a.m. mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Six a.m. Six a.m. Six a.m. Sorry. Um, but anyway, Evie. Yep. Last, I just sorry. I just forgot where the fuck I was. I woke up this morning. And Evie From the strangest dream Because you were in the biggest army The world's ever seen <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have a fucking strange dream last night Same, I had you, weird dreams You know you wake up and your missus is always angry at you Because like you've cheated on them in their dream or some shit Yeah, I get that quite a bit Dude, I woke up this morning Steph, in my dream last night <laughs> This is so fucked I don't even know if she oh, I don't think she'd care Because she, she didn't actually do it It was a dream I was We were in my dream It was like I wanted to chong and she was like, I'm not in the mood. And then she was like, leave. I go, where are you going? And she was going off to Chong someone else. And I'm like, what the fuck? How does that? I'm like, if you need, like, why are you, why are you yeah. going to someone else? And she's like, I've been doing this for years. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you've been doing this years? And she, in our entire relationship, she'd been like a, not even a swinger, open relationship, whatever the, you know. But you just didn't know you were in it. I didn't know I was in one. <laughs> yeah. So why the fuck wasn't I told about this? And then, you know, we were going through a divorce and shit. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, but you I'm, worried about something, buddy? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but I woke up this morning to, like, to Evie, who'd crawled into our bed, and she goes to Steph, she goes, Mom, Dad's wet the bed. And I'm just thinking she's sleep-talking or talking shit. I'm like, fuck off, Evie. So I just roll over and go to sleep. She's in between us, conveniently laying fucking horizontally across, which is very comfortable. Dad's wet the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I haven't. Anyway, when we do wake up, she's her nappy's come off and she has pissed all like this fucking huge piss puddle right next to our heads in our bed. Like oh. soaked. The bed was fucking soaked with piss. She was soaked with piss. But we didn't even immediately realize. So she's there watching. How is she else. trying to blame you? I know, out the gate. And I'm going, Evie. And again, not like you don't want to like shame them, but I'm like, Evie, you, that was you did the wish. Like, it's not me. I'm like, you're sitting in a puddle of piss. <laughs> Your fucking pajamas are soaked. She's like, nah, it was you. <laughs> just like the thing, I'm just the things you wake up to. A huge <laughs> puddle of urine right next to my face. So she also had the gall to start crying when she goes, she goes, you stink. Like, she was like, my breath stinks. I'm like, you've just pissed all through my bed, right next to my face. So she goes after you. She goes after me all the time, bro. Does she go after Steph? Not as much. I cop the brunt. But, I, you know, it's the role I play. <laughs> the whipping boy. Sometimes you need a whipping boy around. Yeah, you do. Just to whip. Just to whip. 
Um, but nothing. Cra- oh, you know what? What did we do last week? We played golf. We're we're on our golf shit at the moment. We are punters. We got some golf announcements. We got a golf announcement coming up actually. But yeah, we do. We got a golf announcement to announce. But to not announce. Not announcing right now. now. So pause the announcement because the announcement will come later in the week. Yep. We are playing golf, Tom and I, uh, on our journey to better ourselves, become better man yep. in the process. Mainly better golfers. I don't care about the better men thing. But I think that if I would, you're I better would, at would, golfer, you are in so facto a better man. Maybe. I also think it's ipso facto. I don't know, but I think it's ipso. We've That's been a here Latin before. We've we been here before. Ipso. If you had to trade off being a better man or a better golfer, I would probably trade. I'd choose golfer at the moment. So you'd rather be a cunt but be a good golfer? Not a cunt because it's a better, like better version of myself right now. I don't think I'm a cunt right now, but it's like if I could be better than I am currently I or think, just stay I think, the same and be a better golfer. I think if you are a better golfer, you are almost certainly a better man. That's what I think. Well, I don't know if that's true because Fat Pat, he's one of the great assholes all time. Well, but better Brooks man. Kepka's a bit of a dick. But better man can, is, is a vague term. Well, better by whose metric? No, it was in better, like you just, you're a better version of yourself because you're actually... You're better at something. You're better at something. But what if... Do you my, know what I mean? Yeah, but As what if my improvement to, comes at the detriment of other areas of my life? Like because what? I spent, well, like family life, like podcasts, like friendships. Yeah, well, then that would be... Then you'd have to toss it up. Mm. But we're just talking about playing every Friday. Yeah, we are. You know? That's we're not thing. hurting anyone. No, no, we're Friday golfers. We're not hurting a fly, Thomas. No, we're not. No flies hurt. In no our flies, pursuit of glory. No flies injured in the betterment of our golf game. Now, where are we at? We're not good. Punters and dribblers probably, probably want to know where, where we're at. Uh, 14 over and 20 over, 20 respectively. Over. Yep. Through nine. So and 14 at, for Edward, 20 for myself. Let's be, let's be upfront about that. And we're at Moore Park, one of the easiest courses in the no, world. No, we're at uh, Willara. Willara, rather. What did I say, Willpod? Willara, which is fucking easy. It's fantastic as well. I love it. It's probably my favourite course. Are you prepared to admit something to the people, though, about your golf game and that day and me and what I did for it? Uh, Tom via Drum and Golf gave me some no, 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 no. Where'd it come from? Eddie, you, you I said gave you some golf advice. From Drum and Golf. Every single person who has golf advice to give has learned it from but somewhere you else. Said, I taught you. But you said, as soon as you taught me, you go, this is what I learned at Drum and Golf. But anyone who passes on any knowledge to anyone has to eventually, by your metric, qualify like 12 different people. Who got it from there? And then who got it from there? I gave you a no, piece of sage but, golf advice. But you're not... But the I only reason, changed your life. The only reason I'd say where you got it from is because you don't know what you're talking about. Most people don't know what they're talking exactly. about. That's the point. I do, though, when it comes to driving. And now I can drive. Yeah. Let's like, really? Drive. Like, I literally changed his driving life. Like, out of... How many drives did I have? Four, five, six, six drives I think I had. Five were good. Yeah. And the sixth, I just sprayed, but I got onto it. You got onto it. You but got it, onto every one. sprayed. Yeah. The other five, money. Mm. Like Johnny Manziel shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, I'm- Mitch, Mitch Moses. Mitch Moses, the money man. So I'm now- Looking to improve other parts of my game, like All my up and downs, my putting. Well, dude, my I, I hit one of the. I hit the worst putt I think I've ever seen. Almost your putt on the par on the three, par three, fourth, hole four, yeah, on yeah. the fourth was honestly 
Like, and don't take this the wrong no, way. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with Probably you. Probably one of the worst putts I've seen in ever. a couple of years. Ever. Yeah, like it was, it was. It wasn't, it was horrific. It wasn't even at the hole. Like no. it was, it was it so was, far away what, and past 12, the hole. It was 12 foot right of the hole. Dude, it was far. Two lying men. Mate, it was two, yeah, two tall lying two men. Two tall lying men. Two like second rowers in rugby union. So what, 15 foot you reckon? Oh no, th- 14, 13 foot. It was a lot of feet, dude. Mm. Fuck loads of feet. To the point where I go, Jesus Christ. And he belted it too. I he smacked it. And I mi- it was... Uh, listen, I will say this. What are you going to say? The day... We are improving though. And that's the beauty is that like... I hit some fucking god, god-awful shots. But I also hit some pearlers. You know yes, what I mean? Look, some some pearls. Some of the some of your shots were really nice. Yeah. Some of them were fucking weird. Yeah, they were. But some of them were really nice, and that's all that keeps you going. Now that we're you know golf guys, we are golf guys. We're dude. golf guys. Friday golf guys. Yep. You just because Friday's a good get. Friday's a, good day a great to golf. day because there's, there's a lot of there's a really nice energy in the air. Everyone's just fucking jacked. Mm. Like, tell me you've had an argument with someone on a Friday. You haven't. No, you haven't. That's People are just groovy yeah. on Fridays, and they've also got a bit of a sting on them. Well, we we celebrated a successful day of golf by rolling straight into the pub for a couple of ponies. I did tip a few winners. So did you. A couple of winners, a couple of I think it was like one each. But yeah. I basically... We, I think we ended up even. Well, it was about even, yeah. I did As make, in even to... Well, we put we in lost some the money. Deposit. We responsibly deposited money, lost it, and then I got it all back on the last horse. Mm. Almost all back. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. Pretty much. 75%. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of Point the Point is, Friday's just it's it's the day. It's it's our day. It's now our I understand day. that not everyone can golf on Friday. That's not my problem. No, that's not our problem. That's your problem. That's a you problem. Right now it works for us. It it works for us. It works very nicely for us because now that we have a because we've got a golf announcement coming up. Yeah. It's sort of in our interest, Tom and I. To be great, so we are technically well. We're working, working. and we it's working. it's a great it's a it's easy it's a great sell at the market. We actually are misses. working. We are working, dude. No, we actually are. We are because people are like, what are you doing? You fuck. It's like, mate, working, working my ass off is what I'm doing. Working my tits to the bone. Yeah, dude. And tits usually not bone. Dave, do you have tit bones? I think they're. It's, it's you a, can work uh, them to the you can, Well, you, you can work a tit to the bone. You can. If you work, you, you can work anything to the bone. Yeah, get through true. the chest plate. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Sorry. the sternum. Um, yeah, working our tits to the bone. That's right. Just trying to better ourselves. Now, there were many people that pointed out that, uh, look, for me personally, my back's stiff as a board. Stiffness. Stiffness. Now, I, and, and I'm prepared to acknowledge, I don't know how to loosen it. Mm. I don't know what I need to do. But then they also mentioned I that think you... More, well, it, people think I look like I'm sitting down. Yeah, because you've got the club. You've got four-year-old We've been clubs. over that. Yeah, but you need to get... Well, we need no, clubs. I, that's where I'm... That's what I'm building yeah. to. I'm in a position now, right, where it's clearly evident that I may be using children's clubs. <laughs> I've been, Which I've been saying for Now, that is what it is, right? Well, it's the truth. It's, it's seemingly the truth. What I now need is for a knight in shiny armor, mm. maybe someone from like Tailor Made or yeah. Callaway or yeah. fucking insert golf brand here to come along. Insert and good s- golf brand and here. sweep me off my feet. Yeah, 
and in doing so, sweep Tom off his feet. Yeah, well, I need to. We want to be swept off be our swept. feet. We want to be wine, dine, 69, and we want free clubs. Not just, sh- like, not run-of-the-mill We shit. want cool, we want, good clubs. We want good ones. Can I say this? I don't want to call out this brand, but they got in touch with us directly. When? Well, it wasn't golf brand. Remember, it was golf merch. Oakley said they were going to send us golf gear. It never came. Now, they don't make clubs, so this is a different point. Well, it was just that was a golf thing. They were like, we want to fucking... We, I thought we were going to be... Like, that was going to be our first golf sponsor. You know what I mean? Because like, I want... I want I want to be a sponsor got my, I've got no, But I've got my Oakley running glasses. Yeah, I same. need golf ones. I now. need golf ones. And if that just means they're the exact same but a different colour, sure, I'll do it. Yeah but, I, yeah, but you need ones for your golf. You need to leave them in your golf bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they need, to be, they need to be different ones. Disappointed by Oakley. I just want to be sponsored. You know what I mean? Because we tried to do that with cricket when we tried to <laughs> we tried to uh, oh, bully yeah. Kookaburra or Grey Nichols into giving like to Never sponsoring happened. his cricket. Well, it's because we weren't both involved. I think. No, I think that was it. They they called our bluff. But we do need new clubs, and it will be a generous sort of like offering on our point. Hey, we would one hundred percent come to the party. Yeah, because we one hundred percent, and that party would be golf on Fridays, sponsored by. Insert name of fucking... Plus, we've got a golf announcement coming up. Now, look, have we spent a large portion of the start of this podcast asking for free golf clubs? I wouldn't say a large portion, but certainly part of it. I'd say a minute, Max. Yeah. It's not that much. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's not. But so, just make a mental note, punters and dribblers, Edward Simpson up 1-0. Yes. In the The inaugural golf championship. Yeah, well, the Friday. Friday comp day. Friday comp day. (laughs) Fridays is now comp day. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. People go, oh, Saturday's for comps. I don't think so. No, nah, no. Nah, Saturday's Friday's too busy. It's dribbler comp day. Dribbler comp day is Fridays. Always has been. Always will be. If you're a dribbler, your comp day's Friday. Yeah. And, you know, maybe take a Friday off, come play with us. Or knock off at four o'clock, nip down, squeeze around in, and in summer you can play a full day. How about the dude that was... Uh, that, we were, that had like a fishing rod for balls in his bag? <laughs> dude, I was saying like... If you've got the fishing rod in your bag, you are the you are a fucking huge dribbler and probably a tight ass. Even though we no 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 not probably not probably a tight ass one hundred and thousand percent a tight ass one hundred thousand. If you're hitting balls into the water with reckless abandon, and then you've got to fish them out, and then also you fish out other people's balls because you want to save a penny. Like, well, someone was saying. That you're you know, a dribbler. No, but also like that people like that probably hit their balls in the water intentionally to go, oh, I've got to get my ball and like 50 other ones. You reckon? Would it shock you? No, it wouldn't. That guy was busy. Yeah, he was. Fishing him out of the... And we were waiting to tee off and it was like, hey, bro, can you get the fuck out of the... I could spray this thing right into you. He was loving it though. Then we're going to need to fish your dead body out of the river because I've hit you in the head. He, he was... Absolutely loving getting mm. his little gadget out to fish balls. Loving it. I think he got three or four. Yeah, you got a few there. He did pretty well. While we waited. But if you got one of those in your bag, just know that you're a huge dribbler. I struggle with concentration. I start well and then I lose concentration. I mean, there are many things I struggle with. Don't get it twisted. I'm also not good. But yeah. to like... Concentration's... But you know like poker? When you play poker, you're really fucking into it. And then as the game goes on, you're almost like, fuck it all Nah, in. but I probably... Whatever. I think you get pissed. Usually with poker, you get more drunk. Well, there's that too. And then you, and then you, 
your uh, concentration really starts to wane. Yeah, you just want to be. You want to be. You see all the guys that are already out, and they're all having fun outside, ripping and tearing. You're like, my concentration's pretty good for nine holes. Again, it's pretty good for like ten to twelve. After twelve, it's shot. Mine was pretty bad after like five or four. Well, actually, it might have even been four when I started triple bogeying them. I was like, oh, this isn't going well. So you just you you were tapped out after four. Hours. I wasn't tapped out because that sounds like I'm making excuses. I definitely wasn't tapped out. I was trying to play well, but I just feel like there's something changes in my in my psyche, and I don't know what it is. There is a freedom to the start of a round. Yeah. I think there's nerves on the first hole, then freedom after. And like you just get up. You just get up and you hit. You get up and you hit. Yeah. And then at a certain point, it's almost like you're trying. You start drowning in. Swing thoughts. Yeah. Like we watch Phil Mickelson videos uh, on how to chip pre-round. And I reckon for the first couple of times it worked perfectly. I'm like, holy shit, dude, I can chip now. And, you know, utilizing some of it in areas where you probably shouldn't, but it still worked. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Look out. Oh, no. Daddy got a brand new fucking skill. And then... You just fucking forget it or you do it too much. It fucking goes wrong. You chunk the ball, you top the ball, you thin the ball, you fucking toe the ball, and you're just like... <sighs> but ultimately... A great day. Can you complain? No, absolutely not. Zero complaint. you are fucking playing golf on a Friday? Zero complaint. That's what I'd say. Zero complaint. Yep. Putters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. The fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think two hundred and seven reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? 
because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a t- it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code manly, you get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. I just want to quickly get something out of the way, though, when we do talk sport, uh, as we get straight into it is what I mean. We will be talking about the Manly Seagulls. When we talk regularly, we do it with KO. Now, we made it pretty fucking clear every week that you are missing so many games of rugby league if you don't have KO. You're missing so many games of fucking heaps of sports. I'm a sh- I don't know what AFL's like. Not that I, I don't spend a whole lot of time watching it. I, I've i got a feeling that you'd miss a lot of AFL. I have a feeling you'd miss a lot of AFL. If you're an AFL guy or girl, and I know you're out there, and that's fine. We don't mind AFL. We just don't love it. No. E- you'd be missing basically the entire season. That I know for sure. Mm. You're basically missing the entire season of NRL. NRL. We've been over that. All the great moments. All the big hits. What about the minis? If you miss a game... How are you going to watch it again? Yeah, can you go back and see it? you go it? back and watch it? No. Nah. No, you can't. You're going to see a four-minute highlights on... What are you going to do? How, what are you going to do if you miss a game? Tell me that. What are you going to do? Anyway. Watch a three-minute highlight? No, you're not. Why don't you go back and watch the whole game if you want, or a mini if you want? Yep. That's the option. 20-minute mini, right? So you got, oh, rather than a four-minute highlight, you actually get a good vibe for what the game was Correct. and how it went. Obviously, I want to get to some specific games in the round, but I just want to quickly congratulate the mighty Manly Seagulls, mm. who off the back of what was one of the bravest wins we've seen this season, defeating the Melbourne Storm Premiership heavyweights, to then back up after that game in a gritty wet weather win, all the fucking chips were against us. Mate. Injuries, weather... Fucking, you're playing the shit side like the Tigers who drag you down into the muck and the poo that where they dwell. No side escapes. Like, has anyone humped the Tigers this year? I don't think so. Mate, the Tigers, listen, this was always, Tom and I had whispered quietly about how this game had all the hallmarks of disaster. Just quickly go through the Tigers. So there's only one humping that's happened here. 22-10 was the Titans. 14-12 was the Knights. 26-22 Dogs. 24-12 Storm. 46-12 was the Broncos. Top of the that's table. That's a humping. And then 22-28 Eels. So they've, they're going pretty well. And then 22-16 lost to us. So they, obviously they've lost every game. Obviously that's devastating. But the point Tom's trying to make is they're no pushover. No. They haven't won a game, but they're no pushover. They're no. not the same thing. Not the same thing. Coming off a bye, so they had a full two weeks to prepare. You're out at Campbelltown. It's raining. There's 10,000 there. It's a Sunday afternoon. You've got injuries. It was it was set up for a famous loss. It really was. Mm. Or, the only thing that prevented that is grit. Grit. Bravery. Grit and greatness. Grit and greatness. Yeah. Now, if you, can, if you combine grit with greatness, punters and dribblers... Then you'll fight your way out of even the toughest of the toughest and darkest of moments because with ten minutes to play and Tommy off the field, 
and, and the Brady rain. Par- Brady Park's injured. Brady I still don't know injured. what the fuck happened to Brad Park. He just wasn't there, and I was like, what the fuck? And you know, like we didn't exactly. Our bench was not configured in a way that would uh, aid backs outside back injuries. In fact, no, it, it was it was fucking all forwards, so that didn't help. So when the 70th minute rolled round and we're down and we're short on troops, most teams, in fact, all teams would roll over. Yep. That's where you'd see teams roll, except the Dolphins, who we'll get to. Everyone else would roll over. Show their belly. Show their belly. Tickle my belly, please, master. Spread their legs. Tickle my belly, please, master. Sniff my butt, that sort of shit. You know what I mean? Real beater stuff. Yeah. Not manly. Lapdog sort of shit. Manly goes, you know what we're going to do? Even though it hasn't worked all fucking game, even though we've been kicking it out on the full every single time we've tried this, mm. we're going back to Jay Saab, baby, via Cherry Evans. Cherry Evans sweets it. Bang. The big fella up in the air, trying to jump me. No, you can't. Fuck off. Try time. And then the Manly Eagles just said another brave, brave win. Mm. Second on the table. Well and truly entrenched. And we move on. Was it our best performance? No. Clearly it fucking wasn't. But you know what, Eddie? And it's a hallmark. And I, I've seen... I haven't seen enough winters, but I've seen enough winters. You've you know seen a few. I've seen a fair few winters. Great rugby league sides, premiership winning rugby league sides, get, manage to pull it out of the fire. They win dirty. They win dirty. They win flashy, but they win dirty. You look at the Penrith Panthers against the Newcastle Knights uh, merely a week ago. When they had to win dirty and pull it out of the fire, that was exactly like us with the Tigers, a shit side who have made us play in the muck. They've made everyone play in the muck with them. And the pressure of losing to a shit side is almost the greatest pressure you could ever have. And they managed to put that pressure on. And as a great premiership threat, number two on the table, you know, we were able to pull it out of the fire. Listen, we, we, we beat the Melbourne Storm last week at home in a great contest. And that was great footy. This was just a muck game, a yeah. poo game. And you're going to get dragged down into the muck, like you said. It's about, it's about finding ways to win the shitters. Yeah. If you can win the shitters, you set up your season. Because every side, at one point or another, is going to be forced to try and win a shit game against mm. shit opposition yeah. in shit conditions. Yeah. When the shit side tries to rise to the occasion and not be shit for a second. Because they'll, they'll drag you down and go, all right, baby. We're down in that septic tank now, yeah. throwing poo at each You're other. You're in my world now, Grandma. You you about that septic life? Yeah. Because that's where we're playing. Playing now, septic rugby league. D or Dave, who many of you may have seen on the weekend dressed as an avatar, which we can probably get to at some point. He, well, will be. He gave us a stat that Appy Coruscant has now lost as many games to the Tigers as he did in his entire three-year span at the Panthers. Api Coruscant has now lost as many games for the, Tigers for the Tigers as he did his entire three years at Penrith. Wow. So how many games is it now? Seven? Seven, yeah. Two have only lost seven games in three years. Well, he I'm not sure, but there's a chance he might not have been playing. In yeah, he was injured. And, that sounds yeah. about right. But that would also make sense in that, like, if he's not playing, they might have lost as opposed to him playing and losing. But that's a... He would have been out for some origins Yeah, and shit. yeah. Also, Luke Brooks, I think it's now been officially a year since he's won a game of rugby league. So, I think they've lost 13 on the trot. And they've won like one out of their 23, 24 games or something like that. Mm. 
It's things are grim. Not a Tigers bash up, but just, you know. No, no, no. Just pointing out stats where stats need to be pointed out. Now, Tom, there are injury concerns. Yes, there are. ICs. In particular, Tom Trebojevic. Thomas Trebojevic. Groin injury. Went off with tennis to play. Look at, uh, this. Look at our injuries. Turbo, Parker, Lawton, Tuapalotu, Kelma Tualangi, Kola, Vegas suspended, Benjaboyevich hamstring. Uh, yeah, Tommy's groin. Listen, I don't know the severity of the groin, Eddie. I'm not a big groin specialist. Physios. You know your way around. I know my way around a groin, particularly mine. But to be a specialist, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily have that tag, but I do know my way around it. He, Tommy, is, I don't, when Trell went to fucking Bill Knowles over in whatever, that in, in BK, the US. Nolsey. He came back and he doesn't look like he is still feeling the effects of this hamstring injury. Tommy does. No, he, like, when you look at Latrell, you see effort. You see... One no, 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 no. You see a guy that's back to normal. Well, when I say eff- when I say effort, don't mistake that for, like, he's not trying. It's more about, like, what gear is he in. Yes. Like, I can see Latrell is in, a, is in a sixth gear. Yes. You know what I mean? Out of six gears, I can see that at points in the game, he'll be at six. Yes. I haven't seen Tom out of th- two, three, maybe three. Yeah, it's but, like, it's... It seems like he is intentionally playing within himself for fear of hamstring going. Now, which I can understand, right? Stefano chased him down on the weekend. Look, Stefano, one of the fastest props in the history of rugby league. I don't want it to... But a prop nonetheless. Yeah, but I think there is... You know, Stefano used to have, like, national titles and sprinting and shit. Uh, Don't look into it. Um, Right. Yeah, like, he just... He doesn't... And that's fine. Obviously, he's under instructions to do so. I guess so. It's not a criticism of him as much as a concern about the state of his hamstrings and his injury uh, recovery. Like, that's more... It's just like, shit, dude. Is this is this it now? Because it doesn't actually look like someone running at full pace who's just lost a yard of pace. No, it looks no, like no, someone no. who is intentionally not running fast. That's exactly what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. And just the way, he, the way he's moving seems really considered... Yes. I've heard him say that BK, Nolsey, told him that he needs to change the way he moves because a lot of his injuries, when he's stepping off either foot or either leg, I think, or like going up the gears when he's sprinting, I think he's got to think about how he moves as Tommy 2.0. Right. So maybe that's just a process and that's yeah, maybe why he's in the maybe it looks that. maybe that's why it looks a bit jarring or almost a bit This lighted. is him maybe uploading his RAM. I think what we're seeing is a man upload his RAM, Tom. I couldn't I hope so. I think that's a I fairly good analogy. So. The concern for me is getting glitches along the way. Yep. In the form of injuries which we have now. Well, I mean fingers crossed he walks out the field. Apparently he said he could have finished the game. But Tommy knows his body, knows what's best. So he might be back next week. He might be back the week after. Who knows? If it is a serious groin issue, Tom, then that'll be devastating. That won't be fun. Manly have, of recent history, been like, they say one thing and like, do we shoot? Oh, just rest him for a week. Didn't think it was that. And then he was out for three weeks or two weeks. It was like three. So, three weeks. So I don't, I don't know. 
what to believe with Tommy. But he's having scans today. Fingers crossed. Obviously, we will donate groins if we have to. People have already called for it. Yeah. And obviously, my hand's up. I don't need my groin. No, you don't. Tom needs it. Not me. Tommy Turbo. Now, you've got a groin. I've got a groin. Look, obviously, my groin's a better nick. I mean, now, listen, I actually don't know that that's true. If you think about it from, like, a flexibility standpoint, you're a pretty tight customer. They're the hips. Hammies? I mean, your hammy was, thankfully, your hammy when donated was loose. My hips, my hammies are out. Everything right. around your core area, though, at the moment is tight as a... Yeah. Yeah, that's groin. And then your back. My lower back. My Where the tramp stamp would be is, like, frozen stiff. Isn't that hips as well? Probably. Yeah. Anyway, so Manly got a second. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to focus yeah. on. Second through eight rounds. Um, now, we just need to beat the Titans next week, and then Magic Round is 1v2. Okay. We like that. But you're still three points behind the Broncos because of the draw. So it doesn't mean we'll, yeah, we, won't, we won't beat them. I just mean, as in, like, we won't leapfrog them. Yeah. But he's, well, all he's saying is one v two. Did you hear? Did you hear? Yeah, that I bit? heard that. Yeah, right. I, I heard. Yeah. Just clarifying. Like mm, right. Could could also not be second if the Warriors beat the Storm, which they won't. So you'll still be second after. No, you're tonight. right. If the Warriors beat the Storm, they will be second, uh, and then we will win next weekend. The Warriors are losing, then we're back in second. Dave still got blue paint in his ears, I think, from when he was fucking being a Navi. Um, you went hard in the paint. <laughs> we did a bit. No, well, not just a well, bit. We went. We went the double avatar, right? Yes. Yeah. You and then that you know what was like one of the great dorky photos of all time and like tails was the tails touching and then Maddie in the middle as a Slytherin guy. I was like, this is so funny. That is fantastic. Where'd you go? Uh, what to get the costumes on the night? No, no the day. No. Um, we pretty much started at Woho at the Wallara Hotel and then went all the way down Oxford Street. So the Woho, the Woho. You ever heard that before? I haven't. Kids these days. Kids these days. You got Woho, Boho, Roho. What's the Boho? That's Bondi Hotel. Sure. Yeah. The Roho? Rose Bay Hotel. Lou calls it that. Does she? Yeah. Don't mind the Rose Bay Hotel. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's got that wintry appeal for me. It's not a summer pub. Mm. No. It's a lot a of bit, pubs are wintry. It's a bit like old people vibes in there, I find. Yeah. Just old wooden shit, you know? Yeah. And the clientele as well. No, no, I know, but like <laughs> the clientele is a result of the wood, I think. And as a result of the demographics of Rose Certainly Bay as well, I'd say. Lou, probably the youngest person in there. In the Roho. Mm. Yeah. They got rid of the train, which is just devastating. Why the fuck did they do that? The sushi train? No, the no, train used to go around the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do you know what I'm talking about or not? What were some of the other costumes? Uh, yeah, so Maddie was Harry Potter. Courtney he was he Harry Potter, Potter or was he Slytherin? Slytherin. It was, Slytherin. It was, it was Draco Malfoy. There was someone who was dressed as Voldemort, which was a pretty good one. Had like the full, like had a headpiece, which was bald and didn't have a nose. Um, Maddie's partner, Courtney, was I think Triple H, which she had made out of like belts and it was all very sparkly and it was pretty cool. Um, there were some dudes in big purple suits. What do you mean spark? As in Triple H the wrestler? Yeah. Okay. But she, you know, she glammed it up. A oh, bit. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Um, what else was there? There was some dude who was dressed as Harry Styles, which I didn't know that until, like, the Sunday morning. when Was Ka that the guy just trying to, like, dress like a hot guy? And he was yeah, just... he was wearing a colourful shirt and, like, jeans with suspenders. 
He uh, just wants to dress like Harry Styles. He thinks he looks hot like Harry, and he's mm-hmm. gone, oh, Harry Styles. But it's like he owned all that shit. That would be my bet. I don't know who he is either. That's just my bet. It's a, I think it's a reasonable I think bet. there's a lot of young dudes these days who are like, oh, I'm going to wear like a rainbow fucking onesie jumpsuit with an open shirt, you know? And say, I'm dressing up I'm as Harry Styles. I'm dressing up as Harry Styles. Well, it's not yeah. a dress-up party. Well, he, so. he had a beard. Harry Styles doesn't have a beard. That's what confused well, me. Well, yeah, that's, I can understand not wanting to commit that hard. You know what I mean? Shaving the beards are fucking, especially if you look like you or I without a beard. <laughs> Great point. Hideous. Yep. Uh, so that was it. I don't know. There were some other good ones. I can't. I thought you were going as a cigarette. No, that was an $85 costume. That would have been funny, but wasn't good. To go as a langer. Yeah. They had like a full on like big Siggy costume, which would have been funny, but you you give those vibes as well. That would have looked good on you. Yeah, I think so. Don't take that the wrong way. I'm just saying. <laughs> you would have looked good as a dart. You would have looked good as a dart. Yeah, I've always felt that. But yeah, no, the avatar was the way. Because we originally wanted to do one of us being like blue avatar dude and the other one being Ang from Avatar The Last Airbender, who's the dude that has the arrow. But we couldn't find the costume for him, which is almost like a bit of a, a Goku get up like okay. thing. Um, so we just both went the blues with the arrow. Where'd you get that from? The costume store just around here in Massa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cheaper than the old $85 he did. Cheaper than, yeah, but not by as much as we would have hoped for. What'd you pay? It was, uh, it was about 100 bucks for both of them. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. But it was pretty good, especially walking down, like, you know, that end of Oxford Street near King's Cross. We were getting a lot of good looks, a lot of people appreciating what we were about. So that was nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Rabbitohs Panthers was the best game of footy all year. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It's comfortably That's the best what game of footy all year. That was big dog city. Like big dogs standing up in big dog games. That was big, thick, tough cans. Yeah. Going toe to toe. But like Stephen Crichton, Crichton loves the rabbits. Yeah, he does. He just loves bunny stew, bro. Like he, that's his meal. Yeah. That's his choice of cuisine. Because he's unbelievable in those games. And it annoys me because I don't. I don't, ingest, don't go on I don't ingest that as, as much information as I need it's to in that situation. Were, no, but I, knew, I was on him. I knew it, but you sort of go, oh, it won't happen this time because it happened all the other times before. Like, you think you're sort of getting on too late, right? Like, you're not mm. getting on while the stock's rising. You're getting on it while it's plateauing or going down. And then you don't, and then he scores fucking 18 points. He scores all their points. Like, I don't think... Did Brian t- pass, like, touch the ball? I didn't see him touch the ball. It was it was Crichton's night. Yeah, it was. He wasn't passing it to Todd. He never, he never looked like he wanted to pass it. No. He's like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> he scored 11 from 11 against Souths. 11 Jesus! Tries, 11, and also kicked nine goals against them. Yeah, so... Yeah. Good stuff. But, yeah, it was one of those games, though, where it was like the teams were both really good and... Just their big dogs stood up. Latrell yeah, like, was so Trell was hectic, dude. Damian Cook was awesome. Uh, and then for Penrith, Nathan was kicking his dick off. He was tackling. Knife. Knife. Knife's defense was outrageous, dude. It was so good. Like his, his defense was better than the attack in this game. In my opinion, Knife can tackle. Knife, best defensive half. Some of those, Joey. some of those, uh, like, the, or not try savers, but line break tackles that he. But they make. were kind of try savers in that if he missed them, that like it was a pass away from a try. He was just everywhere. Yeah, he was everywhere. Where's Knife's tackles? Twenty four tackles, three missed. He's a little guy. You can fucking let that go. You can let that go. He was he was elite. Twenty four tackles, dude. That ain't nothing. Mitch Kenny with forty nine is a fucking. 
It's a real crack. Yeah, I tell you what, it was a fucking great comeback, though. Dude, it was like two tries in the last three minutes. It was awesome. And it was Penrith losing, which you love to see. You love to see it. And they did Cody have, Walker's ball, like that. Well, it was Alex Johnson's ball to Cody and then Cody out yeah, to Tass. Yeah. Latrell throwing some flick passes that put hairs on your sack. Did My you see goodness. when Latrell went up and caught the ball like on his fingertips? I don't he's remember just, it, no, but he's, he's just, just so elite. He's a stunning specimen. He's a stunning specimen, Tom. Absolutely stunning. Stunning. And I like seeing Penrith lose. Love it. I love seeing Penrith lose. Why, why do you fucking have that opinion? Because they've won the last two comps, yeah. dickhead. That, yeah. That's the way it works. As soon as you dominate like that, three grand finals... Won a shitload of Because I used to like them when they were coming up. I was like, oh, so I like these works. guys from Penrith. We now all like, root for them. the underdog. That's the Australian mm. way. And I like the bunnies. Much, Even though I don't, I do. No, Does yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Also, as a Steve, if you're Stephen Crichton, much like as our friends, the great cricketer, will say, if you hit 100 in a losing side, there's actually no better 100 to score all 18 points and your side still lose. It's like, fuck, guys, I did my bit. Yeah. You should walk through the dressing room swinging your dick around. How many points do you score? Because I got 18. I got 18 of the best. I got all of them. I got every single point that we got today. All mine. So maybe if I get a little bit of help. See, almost the equivalent we of when the game. we played golf and we played like when we did Sebo's golf day and it was like all we took all of our shots and none of Tobler's. And it was like, well, where were you? Basically, if we'd taken some of Tobler's shots, we wouldn't have come last. Well, no, we we came second last. So if we, we came last, well, well, we would have come dead last had we instead of tied last. Yeah, so we're lucky we didn't take Tobler's shots. But what I'm saying is, if Tobler had actually chipped in, oh yeah, no, no, like he, played well, a bit of a role. Yeah, if he'd hit the ball, yeah, like I mean, I've never seen a man more nervous over the ball before. He I'm hasn't got saying. any better either. No. Twenty. He, what 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 were you thirty over on no, the weekend? Twenty four. Twenty four. So not far off Tom. Worse over nine. Significantly worse. I would be bragging about 24 over through nine, Tom. Me? Tom. Yeah, this Tom. Toby. Tobler. Arge. I'm not bragging. <laughs> I'm not bragging in the slightest. Well, it just sound like you were. No, it's just better than that horrific day at Northbridge. Oh, I don't think so. It doesn't sound like yeah, it. Yeah, surely. It's the worst golf I've ever seen played. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did the stream with Kempe for the Eels Bronx. That was cool. There wasn't much. The hip drop shit's just doing my head in, dude. What? Okay. The hip drop's doing my head in. Let's, can we, is there a definition? Has Graham Annesley come out? Has anyone come out to explain what the fuck a hip drop is? You know when you see a lion, usually a lioness, because they are more predominantly the hunters. Well, they get things going. They get things going. Then obviously a lion will come in, a big dog will come in. But the the lionesses like to kick it off. Oh, well, they're, they're always the one going early. Yes. But you know when you see them chasing like a wildebeest, so, yes. and they latch or a on zebra. The, you're absolutely right, or even a lot, an elephant if they're really fucking. Hungry. Well, they've got to be hungry, be and they've got to see they've got to see an elephant isolated on its own yeah. that they think's vulnerable. They've got to be ballsy. They lat they'll latch onto the back of them, and then with the momentum and like they're sort of pull them, they're pulling themselves onto it, and they sort of swing their legs forward to the side. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, here? I do. Onto the back, swing your legs past onto the side to try and bring this fucker down. Yeah. 
that is sort of an unavoidable reality when you've got a little rugby league player latching onto a big rugby league player whose momentum is dragging them forward. Who was the example in this game? Was Ezra Mann. Ezra Mann. Ezra Mann did that Wham, dude bam. who was fucking milking it hard. And I'm not knocking him for milking it because that just sort of happens. But it was like, bruh, you look like a bit of a pussy when you do it. Although I know everyone does it. Then because the one on fucking Hopgood, was, that, was, that wasn't even a hip drop. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, obviously, you don't want people getting injured. But... But so, like, Ezra Mann, for example, he's not going to drag his body along the ground. Well, no, they're saying he'd have to run and hold on to him. He, but he would look like a fucking loser doing well, it wouldn't that. wouldn't work. Or you let go and yeah. get dropped. Yeah. So what do you want? What, like, what, what sort of example are we looking for here? And just to clarify, is it when you leave the ground and you sort of using your full weight to bring them to the ground. Is that what a hip drop is? Well, yeah, it's dropping, dropping it on and dropping it on like the their back of their legs. Yeah, on their legs. Yeah, full body weight onto the back of the legs essentially. But sometimes But so does it need to be full body weight onto the back of the legs or can it just be full body weight full stop? Well, it's got to be on the legs. Got to be on the legs. Yeah. But that's what the Ezra Mann one didn't seem like it really was. The fucking Hopgood one didn't seem like it either. That's what I'm trying to say. Pain harsh. Again, I don't think the thing that like I don't think there was anything that Payne Haas could have done in that situation that would have stopped that. Yes, he did no, do it well, by the letter no, of the but law. They but they don't want him to leave the ground. But it's like this thing in a moment where it's like it's close to the line, the guy's running, like it's just not – it doesn't seem – like the chicken wing tackle is like don't grab the arm and bend it back. The crusher is like don't go and put pressure on the back of the fucking player's neck. Or the cannonball, don't come cannonballing. Like this, this hip drop thing seems so arbitrary and random and like – Ezra Mam gets Sinbin. Fucking Hopgood gets Sinbin. Payne Haas literally fucking wishbones Campbell Gillard and he's out for three months. And I was like, well, that, by the letter of the law of what's been going on here, surely that's getting Sinbin. They don't even, they don't even, was there even a penalty? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Was. It was. I do not understand how that wasn't a Sinbin. Obviously, the review committee come in and charge him and he's going to get a week. Is that what he's getting? A week. I just want someone to come out, right, as a fan of the game, as a fan of rugby league, Tom, mm. to come out and go, this is what we're looking for. Even And like, this is how you prevent it. Because it seems to me, based on the Ezra Mann one, for example, Jermaine Hopgood one, for example, is if you leave the ground in a tackle, so if you're making a tackle and you leave both legs leave the ground, penalty. From memory... That's what it seems like to me. I don't even rem like. I feel like the Hopgood he didn't even really leave the ground. Can like, you get the Hopgood one up? Can you potentially? find the Hopgood one? The the thing is, as Payne well, Haas left the ground. Ezra Mann left the ground slightly, but the um yes, at least from the ones that I've heard, Kempi, I heard Gerds, I heard Isaiah, Yo, like people talking about this thing. Like rugby league players are like. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, obviously you want to protect players, but, like, this doesn't seem like a sustainable, realistic, long-term solution I want to know to where this hip drop issue. Where's this come from? I don't know. This dude. wasn't... A, I didn't even know what the fuck a hip drop was until, like, seem, two weeks ago. It didn't ago. seem like it was something was, like, we got to get on top of this hip drop. I still shit. don't know what it is. But I we, we weren't talking about this around the water coolers, Tom, a month ago. No. Certainly weren't years ago. I always thought the hip drop... I got confused with the hip drop and been a cannonball tackle. I actually thought they were the same thing. They're not, apparently. 
though they're similar. Oh no, though though they're similar. And now I'm just now I'm all at sea. I've got to just I've got to be really honest. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like that, I, the Ezra Man one, for example. That happens all the time with small yeah. players. But also what not? they do is they go, oh, that happened. The game continues. Then they run all the way back and go, oh, the, the bunker picked this up from like 12 days ago. We're going to need to fucking Sinbin you, send you off, whatever. And then the penalties from here. Is like, there, dude, either get it on the field or fucking like move on. Is there any other game in the world, and gentlemen, I want input here, where – the officiating, the adjudicating, the refereeing is constantly at the forefront of the game in varying degrees. It's like, almost like it a living organism it's that's like constantly li- changing and evolving and making decisions for itself. You're like, why the fuck is this? At what? Why, why, why can't we just stay stagnant for a while? Yeah. It's always something else. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. We're doing this now. now we're do- Remember a couple of years ago, they, they wanted to um, narrow in on play the balls. And if you didn't play the ball with your foot, then you yeah. got fucking penalised. Like, all these dicky yeah. little things. Where's this Jermaine? hot point? Yeah, there. See? Okay, leaves. Right. That's, see, you've got to leave the ground. That's what, that's what it must be. See? It must be that. They basically don't want you to leave the ground and fall on their legs. But I think in doing so, invariably, you're, you're near the legs anyway. Because I think the Payne Haas one... Because of momentum. He, he leaves he, the ground, for he's, sure. I think he still had one foot on the ground. Let me get this video up. I was he just, just absolutely... You think about the size of that It dude. looked really bad. Fucking <laughs> crap. He... Hey, see? See, yeah, but he just sort of spins around a little bit. Like, he can't help that. Like he's tackling the guy and he swings around. You feel bad for RCG. Say it again. He basically but, had his cock pulverized. Yeah. Oh. Again, but he's leaving the ground. Mm. That's sort of though. His inside foot is always is always on the ground. I'm not. I'm not. He's hitting him, and the momentum is what's causing him to swing around. Like what the fuck's he supposed to do? It would nothing. That's the problem. He'd have to. He'd have to, in theory, let go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. How else can you do it? Look at that. Oh, bras. That's a pulverized fucking groin. Back in round six a couple of weeks ago when the Rabbitohs took on the Bulldogs, I think Jacob Preston did one on um, Isaac Thompson, which resulted in like an angle injury. And I think there was a few in that game. And so now this could be a reaction to right. that, similarly to the head knock one we saw in Magic Round two years ago. Mm. The problem as well is... Correction. The problem as well is all the players want to find their front to use a rugby league term. So they're always looking for quick play the ball. So they're always they're always trying to position themselves so their legs are going first. And so that's like also, back in the old day, you just get picked up and fucking put on your back, and that'd like, be they it. They don't re- they don't reward the legs tackle anymore. You just get a quick play the ball or some shit. Well, so legs like, well no because the legs tackle you do just offload. Well, there's offload as well, but you can go someone wrap them up, someone go high. You know what I mean? So I would go low, and then you'd come over the top and wrap the ball up, reward the legs tackle. And why isn't that being rewarded? I don't know. No, he, he just said, said it. it. He, he just, just said, said that. Re- yeah, we didn't really push him on that. Maybe no, we, we should have. Or maybe we did, and I just don't remember. No, I think the high stakes, high octane world of live streams. Shout out to SEN. Well, live radio. Yeah, live radio. Where exactly. you're really buttoned up, punters and dribblers. You want to talk about fucking professionalism. Oh, That's professional. It. Danny Exotic called up uh, because we were shitting on him for basically once he got his baggy green. Congratulations to Scotty Bellotti. <laughs> he finally got that thing. Welcome to the... Uh, 
the 11, bro. Well done, Balot. But we were uh, discussing how Danny Exotic, as one example, was someone who got a baggy green and then ceased to fucking do anything anymore. And that's been our concern. When you give up... Some people get baggy greens for individual things, right? Like we've got the, the sign or the Ned Kelly hat, uh, the helmets and all that jazz. But some people get it for services to dribble and yarn. And that's like your Liam Brennan's of the world, your Danny Exotics, your Scotty Bellotti's now. But then as soon as they get that fucking baggy green, they just stop doing anything. Now, Scotty hasn't, Liam Brennan hasn't, but Danny Exotics certainly did. He fell off the face of the fucking earth. And that's disappointing. And maybe we've got to start putting in some... Clauses. Yeah. But then again, it's like if you give us a, a you know, if you give us something that gets your baggy green, you don't have. There's no obligation for you to continue. But if you get it by, a, a, you know, weight of runs in the content segment, then you kind of got to keep going. You got to have KPIs. You don't have to. You don't have to hit the output that you were at. No. But you got to hit some output. You can't just not do anything ever again, Danny Exotic. But anyway, Danny did call up and dropped an F-bomb on radio, so that was He nice. said, don't worry about me, I won't get fucking dumped, and then he fucking swore. Yeah. Basically like that. It's pretty much like that. Pretty much like that. Um, so the hip drop, basically, in a nutshell, know. punters and dribblers, we're confused. Confused, confused. Really, really confused. I um, There wasn't much for me, I don't think, in this dog-sharks game. Was there anything that I've missed that I've forgotten? I just didn't find it that... Not Will really. Kennedy Hattie, fucking, he was good. Six nine twenty two, fuck, he can play. Yeah, he's impressive. Yeah, he's, he's an impressive young he's man. An impressive Tom. young man. Dogs are not very good. Trying, they're doing their best. They're trying their best. Got a lot of injuries. Shit, loads of injuries. Maddie Burton in the seven jersey now. Cole Flanagan to six. Don't know that it changed. A I didn't. Whole lot. Well. Maddie Burton. Burton got more nut. Maybe that yeah. was about it. I mean, listen, the dogs—they're a couple of years away. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're also unlucky as fuck for the injury. But you're right. Nico just still hot and fuckable. Are we shocked? Glad to see that our, our friend Kalen Ponga came back without any uh, dramas. How did? How was his tackling? Can we get some stats on that? I think he might have had one try assist or something. Came uh, off the bench. He did come off. He did come off the bench. Did he make no tackles? Where is he? Oh, at? there he is. Played fifty-three minutes. Uh, he made seven tackles, missed one, one ineffective. That's all right. That's all right. right. That's all right. Good start. What Good else? to Cu- see him back. Couple offloads, few tackle breaks, two line break assists, and one Love try it. assist. Good. Welcome back, cows. Finally get a win, but that game. Was not one that I watched. I'm not going to lie to the people here. I'm not going to lie. It's a game you miss. If you got to, if you got to drop a game on the weekend, that's probably one that you do. We were at dinner, so that's why. That's right. We were. At we dinner. actually have an excuse. We actually do have an excuse. We went to dinner together on the weekend. That's very without cute. women's. Where did you go? Centennial. The Centennial. I was the like, where did we go? Oh, I, say, I couldn't remember. Centennial. Very nice. Um, but so that's why we weren't watching dinner. this game because otherwise we watch every game. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just yeah, love yeah, our rugby. But no, we just we had to go to dinner. We don't spend enough time together, so we thought let's go out to dinner. <laughs> Cute little double date. Yeah, yep. you and Eddie, and then your missus is correct. Dinner, correct. Yeah. Pound our some wives, cocktails. Yeah. Pound some wine, whiskeys, jamos, double shot, jamos. Rocks. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Dolphins, Titans. Now, dude. 
26-0. Now, there's some stats around this, Dave, that you need to get up, brah. Mm-hmm. Second greatest comeback in NRL history? Equal greatest in the NRL era, I believe. Equal greatest in the NRL era. Can I have era. a guess on who the other equal great, who it's with? You can, but take your time because I need to look that up first. Okay. I think the other greatest is the Eels over Manly or the Dragons over Manly. It's someone over Manly, I think. I swear Manly was like 32-something up. And then a team came back and beat us. Um, so, or was that us to someone? No, it was not us. We definitely did do. We've had some. We've had a comeback, but no, I remember one where we got ran back over the top of. And it St was, George, was it St George? There was a thirty-four ten lead that Manly blew against St George. That might have been it. It was one of the worst afternoons of my life. Thirty-four ten. That's that's not that, the record. That's not though. the record. Though. Yeah, no, but this one was equal with Penrith and Cowboys. Penrith having a twenty-six nil lead and then blowing it. What year? I'm not sure. It doesn't say on Rando's little Instagram post, but I can do some more digging. 2005. Just go to your Wikipedia, I reckon. Yeah. But Wayne Bennett, it was 26-6 at half time. Like, what's he said there? I don't know if he said anything. Like, the He probably particular- didn't say anything. I, like, honestly, the I was listening to this game, not watching it, but the way it seemed was that uh, the, it was, sorry, it was 1998 that Cowboys played uh, this yeah. game. The, um, the Dolphins were not playing as badly in attack as they were in defense in that early thing. Again, I don't know. I was mm. listening. But, like, it f- it just didn't feel like it was, oh, this like, they, were, they fucking bombed a couple of tries as well. Like, they just seemed like they were making some things happen and fucking it up. Certainly, once you get out to 26-0, you're like, Jesus, what is going on here? Uh, and you don't think it comebacks on the cards, but they scored a try, I think, just before halftime, yeah, and they maybe bombed yeah, one in the yeah, foot yeah. before that. Yeah, yeah. Came out again and scored early, and you were like, "This thing's definitely on." And the just, just there was just something in the air. Yeah, but the Titans four tries in the first twenty six minutes, and then not another Nothing. one. No, I don't. Um, if 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 the Titans were the Dragons. Like, do you think that their coach would Holbrook would be fucking sacked already? Like, I know I'm not saying he should be sacked, but it just seems like they aren't really performing. Yeah, but they're going better than the Dragons are, aren't they? What I mean is... How many is, games have they won? What I mean is, as a club, it seems like the Dragons, for example, are a team that everyone, the coach will get won turned four games. on way yeah. quicker. I think that the Dragons are... The Dragons are a big club, though, in the sense that they've got like a proud history and there's a lot of interest in the Dragons always. The Titans are sort of forgotten about a lot of the yeah. time. That's what I mean a little bit. It's like you just sort of get they away really, from like, it. They really are. Justin Holbrook. Uh, I don't think many people would know Justin Holbrook's the coach. Yeah, <laughs> it is a random one. He took over in 2020. He's got a 37% win record. Not great. Twenty eight from seventy six. I don't. I reckon if you ask the punter in the street, that have no fucking idea who Justin Holbrook is. I mean, we don't really know who Justin Holbrook is. Who is Justin Holbrook? Who is he? Where's he even? What's he even look like? I know what he looks like. Where's he from? What's his story? Yeah. Well, he coached at St Helens from twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen and won seventy from eighty seven games at eighty percent. Great record. But St Helens, do they ever not fucking win the Super League? It mm. seems like they're the only team. St Helens, Leeds, and like Wigan. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just not that impressive. He played for. He only played seventeen games of first grade for the Knights, the Panthers, and the Roosters. Well, that's all right. It doesn't Fuck first grade clubs for first games. grade games doesn't translate to 
good coaching. No, group. it doesn't. Not usually. Anyway, Bellamy fucking. I don't think Bellamy was that good of a player. He still played a fair few. Did he actually? Did Bellamy play Origin? Now I'm, I think he now might I'm thinking have, yeah. I might be wrong. He was in that Raiders team with like all those guys. What about Robbo? He played. He played oh, 150 played like games for the Raiders. Oh, okay. Don't I talk shit, Bellamy. Well, I will. Did talk Bellamy shit. play with Ricky and shit? Was he in that era? I think so. He was 82 to 92 at the Raiders. What about uh, did Robbo? He, did he ever play Origin? Did he ever play rep? Footy? He never played rep footy. Yeah, right. Robbo. Robbo played one game or no game. Bellamy's Origin coaching record's pretty yeah, short. Yeah, his was yeah, bad. No, he can't coach Origin. Well, he was coaching against like the best Queensland team because he coached all the players in the Queensland team, well, so which would make you think person. he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can't. Tough. Robbo played three games for the Tigers and one game for the Eels. There you go. That's what you want. That's what kind of like the perfect co- good coach's record. Perfect, really. What did what did uh, what did uh, Wayne Bennett? Um, I have to fire up the old newspaper machine to find out. Uh, he played no games. He was at a lot of clubs, but it doesn't have his game information on Wikipedia. I'll try to find it somewhere Too else. Too long ago. Maybe he just never played. For some reason, I thought he did. Why would he bounce around different clubs not playing? Well, I don't know why they wouldn't have that on there. I think he might have just been like a reserve grade yeah. player because he played Queensland firsts. In 1971, whatever that is, and made eight appearances. But that's about it. Cool. 28 unanswered points from the fish. 28 unanswered points. I like the fish. I think it's just, they're just, a, they're doing, if you're like the NRL, PVL and the like, and you're seeing this, you're just fucking you're, cranking you're, it. You're, you are cranking it. And it also goes back to what it, what it does as well is, if I'm the NRL, and just and just so everyone knows, you're not the NRL. No, no. So if I was the NRL, which you aren't, which I'm not, but let's say I was, I'd be pumped about the fact that there's been a bit of a myth, seemingly for a while, that there's a dearth of talent. There's not enough talent to go around 18 teams. But Wayne Bennett's always been like, no, 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 no. It's not a talent thing. There's not enough good coaches. He gets this fucking ragtag bunch of misfits. Not the the forwards are pretty good, but the backs were unwanted. They were largely. misfits though. They were misfits, and now he's won how many fucking games this season? Comebacks out the ass, giving it to the Broncos, falling short, but like winning a lot of rugby league games and mm. and basically dispelling the myth that there's not enough cattle around. Yeah. So no 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 no, you just got them on the wrong pasture, bro. You're feeding them wrong. Do you reckon that the Dolphins in their current form have set the bar too high for whoever the next club is to join? Probably. Probably, yeah. Mm. I don't know what sort of deal Wayne's got, though. But you'd be looking to get the Dolphins established and then fucking him off to the next No, he is. He's he's gone after next year. Perfect. Two years, then I'm out. He just comes in, sets things up, and then he goes. Now, I'd see... But that's within the... Fear not, then, you know? Yes. I'm just trying to find what I wanted to talk about here. What would you what would you want to talk about? Not this game, that's for sure. Well done on the comeback. We've already talked manly. But uh Payne Haas being chased by rugby union. So there's like French clubs offering him one point eight a year. I think that the rugby Australia are coming at him hard. A French club offered him one point eight million dollars yeah. a year. Dude, he would be such a fucking beast at number eight. But I thought they were talking about putting him in the centres. Well, maybe they are, dude. He could play in the centres. He could play heard, outside centre. I heard centres. He could play outside centre. Like, that's what Sonny did. I think Willie Mason had a couple of games in the centres. But I think he could be a fucking number eight from hell. 
it's it's an attractive sort of like it's a nice thought to think about. Just from a just purely from a Wallabies, dude. I, I love the nation. Yeah, you know, winning a bled maybe maybe winning Bill sort of dream that you could have that you could envision for the nation. Him in, at number eight or in the centres is fucked. I said this to Kempi the other night. I said... It's actually fucked. If the if the Wallabies sign anyone not from Manly, outside of the fact that I lose like a weapon in origin, like if they sign Payne Haas, I don't lose Payne Haas. The Broncos lose Payne Haas. I just gain a Payne Haas in rugby union for a couple of years, which makes it watchable again. So it's kind of better for, better for me if he goes to the Wallabies. Well, it's better for us because of what it does for the Wallabies. Which, what, and then by extension, what that does for me. I still person. want to beat the fuck out of the All Blacks, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Still, I st- it still hurts to get pumped by the All listen, Blacks. Listen, listen, the still reason... It still hurts to not win fucking any games. The reason we don't talk about it that much is because we're embarrassed. There's nothing to talk about. But I'm talking more about the, from the Wallabies. Let's just talk the Wallabies for, for a second. Yeah, like it, it, it fucking it hurts a little bit less, but that's because I got my head so deep in the fucking sand here for yeah. fear of like emotional collapse. Yeah, it's self-preservation. It's self. It's well, I, we've had to go as a nation. We've had to go internal. We've had to just pretend like we don't care, but we care. We play dead. We're just like a couple of dead salmon's on the side yeah, of the yeah. road I'm, here. I don't care about the fucking state of rugby in Australia. Don't like care. Rugby, I don't care. Don't care. Oh, we lost another Bledisloe. Don't care. Uh, don't care. It's don't in care. 20 years. No, it's all good. Just play dead. I've never cared. Play dead until I Never cared. Uh, it's all good. Not interested. I oh, don't give a shit. I didn't even watch the game. No. I don't even know the scores. I don't even know the players. This is all a fagazi. It's all a fucking myth. It's all... A facade. A facade. Thank you, Tom. Because after 20 brutal years of getting pounded into the core of the earth... Our bum holes have had enough. Dude, bum holes have had enough. I'm just... Unless you're a necrophiliac, leave me alone. Hey, unless you're into that shit, I'm dead. Unless you're into necro, I'm dead. Play dead. Play that's dead, punish so That's listen, what we're doing. Now, now... When it comes around with Sualiti and then you got Payne Haas and you got all these fucking <sighs> players that talk I'm like, yeah, I kind of want it to yeah, happen. Yeah, and now I'm starting to get a bit of a heartbeat comeback. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, now I'm like this, Eddie. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Dan's like Payne Haas. Mm? Huh? Joseph Suoliti. Mm? Huh? What's going on? What's that? You saying he's crying? That, what was that? Cameron Murray? Mm? Did I read Nathan Cleary the other day? <laughs> I read Nathan Cleary. Now I got both eyes Wait, what? <laughs> now I'm sitting up. Hey, I'm back. Now Woo! I'm sitting up. It's a miracle. Yeah. Like that's like, sort of... Let's be honest. Let's just, let's just be honest with ourselves. If you start getting those boys in union, you are you watching. You got me back, You're dude. watching. Now, what does that do to rugby league? Not much, dude. It doesn't do that much. Like, Payne Haas is a great player, sure. But he's... He, we got a million great... And listen, there's, there's, Payne Haas is... There's one of one of Payne Haas in rugby league. That's why rugby union want him. But if he goes, would someone else comes along. Rugby, rugby league is so good at that. It's not great for rugby league that it says rugby union goes sweet yoink, but it's it like rugby league when we lost Israel Folau, oh sweet like it took fucking all of two seconds for more throbbers to come along 
one hundred percent continue to there is it and you just forgot there is an it's it's basically like an untapped oil reserve that's rugby league and it's talent production mm. so there'll always be another throbber to come along don't worry about that and also don't get too concerned because this is temporary yes. really they go over there they play for three years they, make they play the British and Irish lines they make millions of dollars they win a Bledisloe they win a World Cup they win a rugby championship the nation's happy again yes. we all sit in Kumbaya are in the streets everyone's fucking hooking up and loving each other and just pumped about the yeah. nation hooking up just hooking up yeah and then they come back to rugby league and all is right in the world like Roger Tuovasashek came back now he didn't help the Wallabies at all so I don't really care but he's coming back as well but mate they always come back in the end I I, I want pain to go to rugby union same I, I tell you why I tell you why I want it to happen as well Tom is that you and I along with our friends you and I do it a fair bit. We romanticise what it would be like to live in a world without rugby league. Like, how good would the Wallabies be? Yeah. Would we have ever? Would we have lost a game? No, we wouldn't have. And Payne Haas potentially going to rugby union, it sort of allows us to to dream. Well, turns dreams into reality. Well, potentially, we need more than just a Payne Haas, but but so you, but, it, but you need. In that, for that journey to to take effect, you need these parts yes. along the way, right? Yes. So Willie's already been there; he started that. Now we get a pain. Do we get a Murray? Do we get a Crichton? But Do also, we- people like you know, there's some commentators. I think Freddie might have even said because all the rugby league commentators are fucking shitting on rugby union and shitting on Hamish McLennan. Of no one knew who the fuck you were until you started poaching rugby league players. Did fight. you like this from Hamish McLennan the other day? <sighs> Boys will have to get their uh, passports uh, renewed. Oh, really? <laughs> well, what about fucking PVL's one where he goes, they should call it Rugby Boomerang because every player comes back. I was like, oh, <laughs> these fucking, these, this back and forth is getting hard to listen to, boys. But Freddie was like, Freddie was like, fucking, I mean, imagine if you're all the players in Rugby Union here and all they're talking about is buying Rugby League players. I'm like, mate, if you're a player in Rugby Union, uh, you must know that like Payne Haas is better than you. Mate, let's uh, fucking hell. If you are in rugby union, no offense, you know not all of you because some of you are like some of them are good. Not all of you, but in your heart of hearts, you know that there's a like for like playing rugby league that's better, a better athlete. Yes, you just know that. There's a high chance. That's, there's a good chance, very good chance. There's nothing wrong with that. It just is what it is. Now, if they start to get shitloads of money to come over and potentially win the nation or World Cup, you're gonna have to make way, bruh. That's the way it is mm. because you're not up to it. You're not good enough, and that's fine. It's not. Your, it's like it's not the end of the world. It might be the end of your world, but it's not. Well, no, you can nip over to now. You go to Europe. You can go to Europe, right? Or you can go play like in the shitters, or go and play grade. Like there's there's other Club options. Club rugby's a great brand of footy. Go and win a shoot shield, bro. Go and win a shoot. So th- there's options for everyone. Yeah. But we're talking about nation first here. You know what else you could do, Eddie? Whack on a blue sports coat and go work in the city. Long lunch at Mr. Wong's, anyone? <laughs> you know Hi, what I'm I mean? a consultant for a bank. <laughs> Go and get yourself a nice commercial property job, okay? And wine and fucking dine, baby. There's options, right? If you're not up to it, if you're not as good as paint, that's fine. Saddle up, get on the blower, get the boys down there and rip the fuck in. You know what else you do? You get on the... Some you- muscles in exosauce. What are we talking about? <laughs> Life's good. Life's great, dude. Yes, I get some extra bread to dip into that sauce. Thank you very much. Like, yeah, sure. 
Would I like to be a Joey Johns type player in, in, in the NRL? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Or wouldn't but, we all? But that's not my destiny. That's not, not my you. path. No. Now, if you get pushed out to make way for, a, for, for better cattle, that's fine. You probably got a, a law degree from Sydney Uni Carpe anyway. DM, seize the day. Get on the phone of the Alamada. Start fucking calling <laughs> up the bloody... I need a gig. Call up your dad's mate, the CEO of some fucking Fortune 500, and just go and work for them. Walk it's straight boring. into a fucking 200k a year job, probably more than you were getting playing rugby union anyway. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. So Lay down your arms. Get some real problems. Yeah, exactly. Get some real problems. If the biggest problems. problem you got in your life is that Payne Haas is better than you at rugby union. And you've you got to go get a $250,000 entry-level job at Daddy's fucking boutique uh, <laughs> fucking super fund. Like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's not going to be that bad. <laughs> fucking hell. Wait go down to the oak, have a beer. Yeah, exactly. Chill some- out. Get fucking caught doing bags in the bathroom. Have it get swept under the rug by dad and Section 10, because you know the judge. That's why it's all good. <laughs> the judge is a mate. Well, you're best friends with his son. Yeah. You guys went to well, Scott together. Well, you his daughter, who knows? Yeah. yeah. That's fine. You'll be sweet. You'll be good. It'll be fine, dude. Life's fine. Life's Make way fine. for pain. Make way for pain. Make way... For pain. Yeah, no, we need pain. Go polish your boots. Polish your boots. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pain's coming. He's coming. Um, Pain's coming. Anyway, I just, yeah, I want him there. Well, in my heart of hearts. Well, Tom, I listen. want him to go. He won't go, but I, I, no, I'd love no, him no. to go. But, again, all it is is you and I romanticizing a world in which he does go, and then we win the, we win the bled. Yep. Uh, and welcome back, RTS, to the Warriors. That's cool. Good on you, bro. Yeah. It's exciting. It's cool. Good to see you back. Yep. It's cool. To the dribbler that pointed out that he can't even make the blue side, he is injured. So that's why he's not in the blue side. Do a bit of research first. Yeah. Which is what we did. Well. Once we started parroting that. No, we parroted it and then we thought to ourselves, did that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense that he isn't making the blue side. But fuck. I know we spoke about us playing golf on Friday. Yes. The live in Adelaide looked so fucking sick. I can I be honest? Oh, I didn't okay, even yes. really know it was on. No, until neither. like a week until the until last week. Well, we reached out to live to try and get like a golfer or someone to yarn with, and then we realized I was like, oh fuck, it's on this weekend. We may have left it a little bit too late there. One hundred percent, we left it too late. I, but like, I didn't even know. I didn't know until you started seeing all the content from like. Smith and like and all Norman the chatter and, and Norman sort of and stuff. stuff. Yeah, then yeah. I started to go, okay, so this thing's on this week. But it was fucking pumping down there. Fisher was down there. Burt Kreischer was down there. They were like, I did, look, no disrespect to uh, Brooks Kepka's brother, but I didn't know he existed. Congratulations oh, well, I do, I, to Brooks's brother for hitting that fucking hole, hole in one. one on, on the watering hole. hole they were calling it? Yeah. That's a cool name. It's a great name. But it just seemed like an absolute vibe. Yeah. It looked like such a fun Ian Poulter was on shoulders drinking and shit at Fisher after day one. Yeah, they just, like, they don't give a fuck, dude. They're all getting so much money just to play that they're just like, this is sweet. Let's have a, let's have a rip. Let's have a good time. Although I wonder whether when they go into new markets, the new markets, it's like, listen, don't worry. Like, let this, let's just go and put on a good show for everyone. Mate, I don't think Ian gives a fuck. 
all these like foundation players, obviously, because he's sort of on the back end of his career, he'd just mm. be going out, going, "This is, this is just fun. how good is this? Yeah, this is living." Because sh- apparently, New South Wales were like, "No, no, we don't want living." Then they've seen how much it pumped. They're like, mm. "Mate, whoever the fuck runs our state needs a smack." I because know. the amount of shit we've heard them turn down, the UFC like, "Nah, not for us. Not interested." And then everyone's like, like, and to then live. Oh, like, can I just say something? If you are on your knees for the PGA when the PGA has done fucking nothing for golf in Australia, you're a fucking loser. What is what's the PGA done? The the fact that live pumps so hard is evidence to the fact that the nation's been starved from decent golfers yeah. for decades. Yeah. That's why everyone was so hot and horny because you got good players down That's there. That's true. You haven't seen any good, like you Mates. have not seen the likes of the golfers that came down. Rory McIlroy came down and played an Australian Open against um, Adam Scott. That was getting a. That's probably, I remember Tiger played is that seven years. Tiger that, won the Australian Open just before all that shit with all his. That was in two thousand. Uh, that was ten. His, that was ten years ago. Yeah, that was before all of his. Uh, Concubines, like yeah, you, you. Is that the wrong term? Is that I think right? that's right. Concubine. I, I think that the word they were saying from America is they were myopic. I don't know what the fuck that What's means. Myopic Dave? means good word. Myopic means uh, short-sighted. Yeah, so they've just been so focused on their own backyard. So myopic, dude. So myopic. And let's be honest, does anyone give a fuck about the John Deere Classic? Does anyone give a shit about that? Yeah, no. the majors are cool, but they can play in the majors anyway. So it wasn't like the PGA was the be-all and end-all. Well, that was where this room for people who aren't myopic, like, you know, Liv and Greg Norman to go. Because you know what Greg's doing. What's long-sighted in myopic terms? Biopic? <laughs> Biopic? Like, I don't know. Long-sided. Yeah, like having foresight, I guess. Clear-sighted, discerning. Ah, fuck uh, it. I thought it would have been nice. Visionary. No, long-sided is like an... That's also a bad thing. Opposite of my... You want to burritos today, buddy? Yeah, we are. Yeah, thought so. I... So what I was trying to say before I was rudely cut off by Dave is <laughs> that the Great White Shark was good friends with Kerry Packer. Kerry Packer said fuck you to the old establishment in the form of Test Cricket owned, operated and run out of uh, England. The Marlborough Cricket Club, Marlboro. is that what they're called? Marlborough. Marlborough. I think so. MCC He goes Fuck you MCC I'm playing fucking Short form cricket baby And I'm playing it at night So we're playing pajamas Pajama yeah. cricket If you don't like it Piss off That's what That's essentially What he's doing Greg's like Obviously going through A change like this You're going to have pushback They're going to label you This that and the other But if you watched The live product On the weekend And saw how fun it was You you would have to be concerned If you had Interest in the PGA Yes There's just no way You couldn't watch that And go Oh shit Maybe we should have gone elsewhere. Maybe we shouldn't have just focused on the US. Maybe we should have taken it around the world. It's um, it was it was awesome. It was so cool to see how pumping it was down there. And like they're playing music on the tee boxes. There's no yeah. sh- quiet. They no. can't hit the ball if you speak. Like yeah. that's a myth as that's well. Bullshit. Like it's what bullshit. are we talking about? Because they don't, mate, they play great golf at the Ryder Cup and they're yelling and yahooing the whole time. It's just happy Gilmoreified fucking cricket. And it brings the punter in. Yeah. 
Because it's becomes way more accessible. Like, oh, this is actually sick. But it couldn't have gone better. Like that fucking hole in one is just like the perfect cherry on top for what just seemed like a serious time. And I'm telling you this: if this is an annual event in Adelaide, we're going next year. 100. percent Well, they want to do more down here. They want to do one in Queensland as well. Well, I would prefer to go rather than if it was in New South Wales. Which obviously it'd be nice if we'd have. Yeah, we like everyone's we like, like we're the sporting capital of the country. We're really not, dude. We don't get fucking anything. What Sydney? They're like you know the New South Wales are always like trying yeah. to fucking Sydney is not the sporting beat capital. Beat their dick. It's like Melbourne's no, the sporting capital. No, we don't invest mind. any money in any international sporting events. There's the tennis. There's the Formula One. I, the I am. I am so not shocked. UFC. That New South Wales said no to this thing. I know because they were on their fucking knees for the PGA, which hasn't given us. Anything. Why would they be on the knees? For oh, because they're because they probably bought into Saudi Arabia bullshit. Well, then don't fill your car up, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, shut up. What are you talking about, bro? What do you don't get me started on that shit. What do you think about that, Dave? Well, it's kind of true. No, I know it is. Some people are like that's a false equivalency. I'm like, it's kind of not though, right? Uh, like, who's the biggest sponsor of the LGPA? LB LPGA Aramco. Who's Aramco owned by? The Saudis. It's the biggest fucking company in the world. So shut the fuck up. Do some research. Stop talking shit. Don't um, get on Eddie. Don't you fucking mm. come at Eddie today. No, I'm just saying like it's I'm all shatter. It's Don't all fucking, Oh, look at that. He's even going like this, dude. Eddie's on one. Yeah. Don't. No, but I'm it. just saying. I get it. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I know you're in. Because we're on the same team. Dude, I love you. Yeah. Dude, I love you. I love you too. And I love live. <laughs> yeah, I love live. I'm into live now. No, dude. Put that on the public record. Yeah, we're Kids live guys. In. We're live guys. I'm live guy. Fuck the fourth round. Don't need it. It was so good to watch on TV as well. Like the production value and where they did it made it just feel quick and fun. Like it was over five hours. You had all the <coughs> graphics on the left. So you could see like the live transitioning of like where they were in the leaderboard. But also tell me, tell me Friday, yeah, Saturday, good. Sunday doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, does. yeah, it does. It actually does. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is all you've ever needed. Yeah. It's completely all you've ever needed. It's all you've ever needed. It's, I mean, it's like you and I, and we're like, listen, do you need 18 holes? It's like, do you need four rounds? It's exactly what it is. You don't need the fourth round. You don't. We don't need the first round. You always need the last round, obviously. Yes. You don't necessarily need the first one. Or you can. Or the third. Or the second. You're the second. essentially fucking the second off. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Because moving day is still Saturday, which is the third round. You still got the final day on Sunday. You're basically just fucking off that second round that no one even remembers. No, no one remembers the second round. So shout out to Liv and shout out to Greg Norman yeah. because he gets a lot of shit, but I think we need to remember that that pieced up Australian yeah. who did get the yips at the Masters is a real goer. No, he's a goer. He's a goer with a huge, huge cock, and I think that's really important to remember. Do you think that the Saudis, when they were looking to get this off the ground, looked to penis first? Listen, I don't, I don't think you want someone with a small hog to lead you into this sort of No, problem. but look, I also know the Saudis have a very archaic view on just sort of penile appreciation generally. Do they? Yeah. Mm. They don't they're not big fans of They are of like, size? Well, no, I think just of of the appreciation of penises. They are very anti that in a way that, you know. But some do they, so they don't appreciate size? They're anti gay, Edward. Right. So if you're anti-gay, you're probably anti the appreciation of appendage. Now, they're obviously backwards ass fucks in that respect. Yes. And it's disgraceful. Yes. So that's all I'm saying is that maybe, as it pertains to Greg Norman, his penis, whilst an added bonus, isn't something that they are outwardly looking for in the early stage. Or they are hiding their appreciation. Good point. Now, 
it's also a criminal offense to have sex outside of marriage. So whether that be cheating or premarital sex. Interesting. Tough. Very tough. Tough. Tough for you and I, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's really fucking um, scat. Are they just are they just financing it? Whose idea is it? Like who because you can get cash from anywhere, right? Like, but it's funny that when we heard about this on the horizon. I remember when we were um, where were we? With, I was just because I'm I'm not surprised if the media's conflated this thing and they're just the fucking money bags. Like, whose idea is it? Whose vision? I believe the Saudis are looking to venture into a lot of sport. Like, I think they're looking at buying an NFL team, an NBA team. Um, I'm pretty sure they're involved in buying the Newcastle EPL team. It's funny these like these no, countries bought, just become it. like a yeah. business. They bought Newcastle. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. I think this is a venture where they might have gone to Greg in an effort to diversify their assets into sporting ventures. But it's just funny how like countries become companies. Yeah, it is. But huge success. So it actually it started. Uh, it was going to be a league known as the Premier Golf League, and they approached Saudi investors about funding it. Right. So whose whose idea is it? Um, was it is this a, is this the is this Greg's brainchild? Or was he approached? I don't know if it was Greg's. He might have been. Uh, he is the the CEO of Live Golf. He is. Yeah. How um, much is he getting paid? He'd be getting paid disgusting money, and he'd have equity as well. Yeah, he'd be fucking. What a fun but gear. Greg, but Greg's been rolling in it for Forever. decades. Well, bro. of course he has. The shark brand was just fucking. But then he's, but he, the, I think he's made Corsters. most of his money off course design, which is bizarre because I just don't think there's that much money. There must be huge money in it. There must be shitloads. There must money. be shitloads of money in it. I think that's where he's made most of his money. I could be wrong, but probably not until until this point anyway. But like you haven't got us talking about golf this much, ever. Because we're not. It's because I'm not that. Like I obviously like. Well, we got, we got I, golf announcements coming up. We love golf. We love golf, and I watch. I follow the PGA. Same. Like I know who's winning, and I know. know what, I know. I know what's, know what's going, going but I just, on. But it's not that exciting. It's really just not. In in this sort of entertainment modern sport perspective, yes. you know. So there's nothing like a good. Consider this as well, punters and dribblers. Even if you are rust are rusted on PGA tragic. This will make the PGA better because they have to. They have to. Yeah, exactly. They have to get better. It's competition <laughs> is good. Yeah. Otherwise, you get mo- monopolistic practices, which is bad for the consumer. Remember and for that? the golfers, they're getting more money now in the PGA. <coughs> yep. So you know they are. They're getting shitloads of money now. Yeah. So they can thank their friends. Yeah, actually, there's been a few different breakaway uh, kind of competitions around the golf league. So the PGA itself was split from the PJ of America in 1967. So that was split off from whatever organization they had going. And then in the 90s, Greg Norman teamed up with Rupert Murdoch to create a world golf tour, which had a TV contract, but was eventually stopped by the PGA Tour commissioner who was threatening legal action. And so he's been trying Greg's to do this having for a ages. Yeah. So this would be a satisfying win for Greg. I wonder why... Uh, was this motivated from Kerry and what he did, or was, does he have like a vendetta against the PGA? Well, maybe he just sees like stiffness. I think he recognizes because he's a, he's limber. He's limber. He's extremely limber. Yeah, and I think he sees stiffness in world golf. Yeah, 
and goes, how do we rectify this? How do we loosen this stiffness? You know, like how do we loosen it? How do we get everyone a bit more limber? Like, let's be honest. The, U, the, the PGA's got a lot of prestige and, and there's some tournaments there that, you, that are unmissable, like the players and stuff, right? Yes. And the end of year, like the tour championships. But what about the European fucking tournament? Does any, like the European uh, championship, does anyone know anything about it? The European arm? No, no one does. Because it's boring. Boring is bad shit. Does anyone know about the Australasian tour? Of course they don't. Boring, no one knows. Boring. He would have heard of. Be a battle Yeah. That's what I've heard of. Fisher doing shoeies and Fisher, DJing. that was a master stroke from a marketing perspective. He would have got fucking paid out the ass. He came back for 14 hours. Like flew in, flew out. Yeah. He must have got paid extraordinary money and power to him. Fucking oath, dude. That guy's living a life, isn't he? Quite a life. What's life. that face? I don't like Fisher. Would you? Believe? Oh, for God's sake! Would you? You believe? don't have to like his music, mate. What do you? What do you? What is it? I don't, I don't, I don't like, even know his music. You don't. So what, you, you don't like an Australian on the world scene doing well? Oh, what what yeah, offends you about why that? Don't you like why do you? You are literally the walking antithesis of fucking. Uh, what's it called? Don't know. Where you cut someone down? Tall puppy syndrome. Tall puppy oh, yeah, syndrome. Yeah. No, not antithesis. He's the exemplification of tall puppy Perfect. syndrome. No, there's plenty of Australians that are poppy. like. Quintessential. You well, are, that's you. You hate people that do Why do you well. not like him? Let's give him an opportunity to explain. Well, it. half the reason is for reactions like that. I, I do enjoy that. I like saying that. Just I just like to see the world burn. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, that's a little it. bit. That's, that's, also, but that's what these sort of people are. From what I've read and with. heard from the industry insiders, apparently he doesn't even make like his own music. There's this producer, Chris Lake, who makes all his music for him. Dior that. I don't know the full details, but that's what i music industry insiders that you've read or you know? That, not that I know personally, but that I've heard. Talk you know how about common it. that is in the music industry? Yeah, you know how many people write on Beyonce's fucking album? Yeah, dude? I don't like Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. But no, like, what I mean is, like, would you come out and say, like, yeah, I don't like Beyonce? Like, you don't like them? Is it a reason to hate? Well, I wouldn't say hate. I don't well, like, like Beyonce don't because like of all the sweatshop stuff in her clothes as well, but it's mm. a different story. Um, you know where those clothes are made that you're wearing? This one, this is the Lazy Eyes, a lovely band from, I think, the northern beaches of Sydney who I'm sure make their stuff ethically and legally. Yeah, these sure. shorts, Melbourne Storm, probably. Yeah, probably don't not. know about that. Well, definitely but I, not. But I have, definitely not. I have had these shorts for almost Where like 10 years. Where do you reckon years. the rubber from those thongs are coming from? Probably some Amazon jungle. Mate, Javian is only the best quality ethical stuff. Yeah, bullshit. No yeah. way. Yeah. What about ethical, this hat? Yeah, that hat yeah. that you're wearing is ethical. That thing's ethical <laughs> It's all fuck. ethical. That's an ethical lid. Yeah. That's an ethical lid. Yeah, that thing has to Anyway, Dave... Of doesn't know what he's talking about phone. Yeah, just I don't strikes like again for no reason. Strikes again. Just get bad vibes on Fisher. Bad vibes? Yeah. You can't say that about someone. What's he done? Like he's just a fucking dribbler who's doing successful. Well. He doesn't like successful people. He wants everyone to be stuck in the mud together. <clears throat> Good for you, Dave. Work that out. Mm. Anyway, let's <laughs> uh, live. Let's live. Couple of things. Obviously, we got tanking Garcia. Uh, you I watch it. Yeah, I did watch it. Um, I that, actually, I actually actively went and bought it elsewhere, so we didn't have issues. Well, that's what I'm we always caring. do. You're not. What do you want to fucking medal? We do that every time. No, but it's way hard. It's you. It's you got to go set up another KO account, which is fine because I love KO, but it's a bit. No, tedious. don't we usually just go pay per view? No, so because because UFC. UFC on the app, it's way easier. UFC app. Oh, so this was, but this you could have got this on main event. You got to get through anyway. Whatever. I'm just a nice guy. No, no, no. You're a great guy. What a great guy. Um, didn't seem like I, I've never been hit in the body, and I know body shots fucking hurt. And you hear anyone who has it, like it actually hurts more than getting hit to the head. 
it just didn't it kind of seemed like and and again from a boxing absolute novice you don't need to get into the fucking comments like you fucking idiot but it was kind of an anticlimactic finish for me it it it's it is anticlimactic in the sense that it it's so innocuous it's it appears he got up as soon as the 10 count happened so i was just sort of like no it's just his way of saying like i can't fight him i can stand up but i can't fight yeah, but it's, I find it more interesting that your body shuts down after yeah, liver punches. Yeah, I can't it, like, imagine literally, what that would feel It like. literally shuts down because uh, Garcia had a great liver punch against someone a couple of fights ago. Have you seen that? I've when seen he, liver He gets knocked down the, the first couple of rounds and then comes back, liver punch, drops him, fight over. Like, they happen from time to time. You just don't see a whole lot of them. It, it's, it's funny, though, He right? flushes like, his liver, though, when, yeah. they, when you saw the slow-mo. Yeah, but it still doesn't even look like that uh, sort of, I guess, not pre- it was obviously precise. Like, I'm not for a second saying it didn't fucking rock him. But, like, it didn't even seem like that good of a punch. You know, it just didn't... So, so I guess, from a, like, spectacle standpoint, that Garcia one you're talking about, where you're like, oh, that looked fucking brutal. It got him meaty. Yep. Exactly, and you can hear it, and it's clean. Like, they just didn't... You almost didn't even see the punch, and you're just like, oh, wow, that fucking didn't even seem like it happened there. So it's it crazy. Just, it, it's almost like he knew as well, Garcia. Like it, it, it felt like he knew that he was about to go down after. He yeah, hit there was a little like bit. Of he like he was wait, almost around. like he was waiting. Almost like he knew he got him on the button. He was just waiting for it to hit, for it to like take over. And then I was, can you look up, Dave? Don't look up reasons to hate successful people, but uh, like why? Oh, I'm still googling why I don't like fish. Yeah, I'm I just knew finding you that out now. Um, can you look up like what are the what are the like? I guess the. What happens if you get a fucking liver shot? Like, what happens to the body? What's the feeling? Because obviously something's released, dude. It's fu- it might like I don't know if it, like like a chemical or something. Or something. Well, it could, no, but it could even just like the pain from getting it hit, or it could like spasm out or something. Mm. So I think because the liver is a central organ in the circulation of blood, it says it causes the victim to lose focus and drive, and causes a breathless feeling. Um, just trying to work out what else. That's like winded, right? Maybe it's like prolonged wind, like that winded feeling, but worse. Getting winded is fucking terrifying. Because what winding's, you are convinced that you're dying, that you are on the way out. Yeah. You go, this is it. I've taken my last breath, and I'm about to leave this planet. And you're and you're so ungraceful. I'm like, is this how I'm going out? Going, <laughs> like a stuffed pig. Yeah. And you're. And then suddenly it just comes back, and you're just going, "Oh my god!" A good winding will fucking mate. You know you're you know you're alive when you get a good wind. The first time you get winded, you think you're going to die, but you know you're alive. Well, you know you're alive, but you're also convinced that you're about to die. Die. So it's one of those. It's weird. You're alive, but for mere seconds more. I'm I'm thinking, having not had a liver shot, that it could be like getting winded on steroids. So another reason why it kind of hurts so much, it says, because the liver is a filter for bodily toxins and an important organ in blood circulation. So when it gets hit strongly, it releases all these toxins because it, I don't know, thinks something's happening. And so you get a very large amount of blood, which causes a shock to the human. Damn, dude. Because you can see because it's delayed. Like it's almost like it's taking... It takes the body a couple of seconds to realise or something. Yeah, Because then... Because if it was pain straight away, it wouldn't drop you delayed. No, yeah, you drop it. You drop immediately. You drop immediately. Like yeah. a sack whack, you're down 
there. Like that, yeah. But otherwise, but the, it's with the livers, it seems to take a little while. Yeah. It just felt a little bit anticlimactic because I wanted to knock out. But, like, mate, he still... He got knocked out second. He got knocked down. I was... And I... I felt that coming. So yeah, exactly, and not because I'm a boxing aficionado, no, no, but no. because they had said that one of the biggest issues that the team was worried about coming into the fight, they were even saying it before the fight, is him over committing, committing with the uh, over committing at all. But when you're, it seems to be the way as well. Like he was, the, t- he was feeling himself when in that the second guy round that you're fucking going at has got like. He's got like the least amount of average punches per round or something in boxing currently tank because mm. he just fucking, when he hits you, he hits you. But like, so when you've got someone who's like uh, considered and has like full on knockout, one punch knockout power, and Ryan was just going for it, you were like, he just needs to, he just needs to like fucking get one of these off here and you're going to be fucked. And I was sort of just waiting for that in an exchange. That's what they were saying as well. It was like, for Ryan, for for Garcia to be like his most dangerous, he needs to he needs to put himself in the most danger possible. And yes, yes, he was he was just swinging for the hills with his left hook though. Like that's all he wanted to land, yeah. and it never landed. No. Then you see you see afterwards Connor in his fucking oh god Connor in his in his uh, in his dressing room oh god just like it was he was screaming dude I'm like is, oh, is he on something there yeah like, he would have been so racked allegedly allegedly but like he was he was screaming there's a room full of people and it's like there's something le- there's a le- you get to that level of like fame as well where it's like do you not realize that like everyone in the room like I hate having a conversation in a room full of people and you hear the room go quiet. Yes. Oh, no, awful. You know what I mean? Like, awful. it's an awful feeling where you're like, oh, I don't want to... And I don't mean in any way to say that that is because of some level of like, oh, fucking... I just mean in a room generally, if you hear everyone go quiet and you're talking, you just immediately sort of stop talking. They're all quiet looking. Connor's talking about fucking the rehydration clause and he's talking about liver shots and like rematches. And I'm like... Yeah. And it was in stark contrast, contrast I thought, to Floyd Mayweather, who was with... Tank after the fight, he just well because Floyd can like Ryan's a better boxer than Connor. Floyd is a better boxer than you know, you know what I mean. Like no, but I, it was just something about it. Just wasn't they weren't the energies were different. Connor was very intense and screaming, and then walking out and like bumping into cameraman and shit. I'm like, what is fucking going on here, dude? Like, what is going on with that guy? I don't know. He just must love a rip. I think he. I, I'd we've said this before. I think that it's a man who was the champ champ. He fought Floyd. He made all this money. He sold his whiskey. And now he's just chilling out, got running around, being a fucking loud cunt. Yeah, being annoying. Yeah, being a bit like, like a bit cringe. But at the end of the day, it's a man who's tasted the fruits of success and he's now spending his money on yeah. whatever the fuck he wants. So you can't knock him for you can't knock his him. life, but you're a bit like, oof. Like I don't need I don't know that you needed to be inserted into the post fight fucking conversation. No. No, I don't think so. And yeah, I couldn't right. work out if Garcia was loving it or not. I don't know if you're loving much after you get fucking beaten. 
Especially when you got Conor McGregor fucking screaming in your face. <laughs> I know. Imagine that after tough loss, your liver's like, like aching, and you just got Conor off his guts screaming at yeah. you. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you, McGregor. Appreciate that. All right, buddy. can someone get rid of him, please? Did you see the video of Nate Diaz choking a guy out in the street? Oh, I saw it. I haven't watched it. Can you? Is that just a bit of fun, or is that legit? No, dude, it was like people trying to fight. I don't. Obviously, Nate Diaz clearly is this the Logan Paul lookalike? Like guy, yeah. Obviously, Nate clearly a guy who doesn't mind fucking punching on with like he's not just a fighter in the. UFC like he fight he seems to get into fights all the time but why you would be trying to why would you let's say Nate starts these fights why you would engage is beyond me Look so this me. is legit yeah because he got in a fight inside of fight, an event he pegged a why is this guy going for Nate Diaz. I don't know, but he had his hand. Look, Nate pops a knee into him as well. The guy's just standing there. You're like, oh, you're fucked here, buddy. Oh, my God. Ow. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nate's just got him. It's like, yeah, cool, dude. I've just got you here. You're fucked. <laughs> Nate. It just drops him on the ground and walks off. Yeah. Oh my god! Insane! What are you doing? Trying to have, trying to arc up in any way to Nate Diaz? Like, what are you doing? Idiots, dude! One of the best fighters on the planet. What yeah. are you doing? That is absurd. Just so dumb. Yeah, I'm gonna try and tackle Nate Diaz, and he's like, oh, "Okay, yoink." Nate Diaz checks out Logan Paul on the street. Yeah, that's, nice that's caption. Clickbait. That's good. Um. It. One other thing, Eddie, before we go. Yeah, bruh. Pup's got a new misser. I heard they'd moved on. I'd heard they've both moved on. Who's Pup moved on to? Dave, can you have a look? Because I can't pronounce the name. But Pup has a new misser, and I'm fucking pumped. Because she's an eastern suburb socialite. That's his style. <laughs> That's his flavour. Um, I'm going to go with Reek Miroshnik. Reek? R-I-Q-U-E. Reek? Reek? Reek. Reek. I don't think Reek. I don't Reek's probably Reek's not Reek's a either. bit thronesy. Reek. Well, Reek's a bit unicky. It's a bit smelly. Socialite. Well, Can we get a Reek? Can, can we get her Instagram? Yeah, I'll go oh. look for that. There she is. He can get him, pup. Well, of course he can. He's fucking Reek Former Russian captain. Keep going. Why are we looking at more photos here? Well, I'm getting up the Instagram in another window while you're but doing this. He was, you know, he's photographed down in. Well, apparently he's at Noosa with his photographed down in Double Bay at fucking Margaret. Oh, oh, she's on private. Fuck! How many followers she got? She only got 746 followers. Okay, so oh. Pup's not necessarily going for the famous socialite, but a socialite nonetheless. Yeah. We'll go back to that article then and yeah. get some more pickies. Oh, nice. Oh, park in the background. Oh, look, he's in the background. Oh, I think he's uh, staying there at the moment. At his house. Mm. Why? Break up. He has. Mm. Bizarre. It's a bizarre world. Who's that? Yeah, I know. I thought it was Who that. Who are one. these people? Um, real social stuff. Okay. Yeah, no. 
Clark's going a bit. Has he stopped dyeing his hair? He's looking oh, yeah, great. no, he stopped dyeing his hair a while ago. He's looking great. But look at him. Look at the way he dresses. He's Go like, down. He, he dresses like a. He loves his Air Maxes, pup. He does. He does. He loves his Air Maxes. Okay. The big fella. Just a birthday lunch down in dubs. We love it. There he is. Now, is oh, he so waving to... Yeah, the, he's waving. He's waving to the camera. So he's waving at the paps. Reek Moroshnik, ex-wife of plastic surgeon Dr. Michael Moroshnik. Okay. That's very, that's a double bay love All story. All household names. That's yeah. a double bay love that story, a double dude. bay love story. The ex-wife of a former plucky surge. We love this. There they are, the boys. Oh, the lads. The boys. Down in dubs, ready for a rip. Ready for a rip. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> apparently, we love it. Apparently, Carlos was there as well. No. no. That was a dinner oh, celebration a dinner, for Jade. Yeah, Dave Reed. Can you keep up with the tabloids, I'm mate? Trying, I'm trying. There's no fucking photo of Carlos anywhere. You don't think they would have grabbed that? You don't think that would have made front page news? There's just too much detail. Jade's in moved on, mate. Jade's moved on with don't know. the dude from... The block. No. <laughs> Scott Cam? The dude from uh, Vikings. The Aussie guy. Oh, really? Yeah, Ragnarok or whatever the fuck his name uh, was on the show. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's what I'm hearing in the tabloids, you, Eddie. Well, the tabloids don't lie, Tom. That we do know. So is this a double date at Margaret's? Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's four of them. There are. And well, there, are f- there was a lot of uh, words in this article that was saying he is... Interesting. What does it say here? He is single but dating, not involved in anything too serious, but he and Rike sat next to each other throughout the lunch. The same group of friends, which included property developer Max Shepard, were also reported have spent some time together at a recent birthday party. This one hosted on a super yacht in the Sydney Harbour. Okay. Property developer. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Get him, pup. Get him, pup. Pups out and about. Pups out and about. You fucking love to see it. You love to see it. That that whole that whole photo doesn't age well now, does it? Scroll down. Go Not down. that one, Dave. <laughs> that one. The fashion in that photo is. Well, just, that wasn't that long ago. I know. So I don't even think it's about aging. I think it was just a poor. It jacket. was a poor choice across the board, but it's one of those ones that in happier times. Yeah, <laughs> Michael and Jade in happier times. Um, I'm fucking happy for both of them though, to be moving on. Yeah, I think it. Uh, listen. That Noosa Park punch-on was tough for the nation. It was tough for the nation. It was at a sort of a, a it was an uneasy time for the nation, I think, as well, especially you know the inflation on the rise, uncertainty in the UK. Well, listen, the I mean the the the, eco, the economic outlook is is less than stellar. Obviously, inflation, as you'd mentioned, Tom, stagnant wage growth, um, lower than expected uh, growth numbers. Yeah. And Pubs punching on in parks. Yeah, pubs punching breaking on. Breaking up with Carlos, you know, two icons of Australia. Two, well, two, well, a former Australian captain, one of the best we've ever had from a cricketing standpoint, yeah. Tom. One of the great fucking breakfast morning hosts we've ever had. Yeah. And when they come together, worlds collide. Two titans of industry. It ripples throughout the fabric of the nation. Yeah. And to know that, that, that they've moved on. And not just moved on, but moved on up. Moved on up. Now, Carlos, I mean, 
Michael, Pup looks happy. Pup looks nothing happy. Look, nothing like a double date at Margaret's to get the blood flowing. Jo- hopping out of the black rangey, yep. black on black on black. Hot Bit of a wave. More. Got the fucking shirt out underneath yeah, the, the jumper. Yeah, yeah. Like not, it, can I be honest, Tom? I'm loving that he's not dyeing his hair anymore. I, well, that's a man who's comfortable in his own skin. Look, as go, tight as go, that skin go up is slightly, for a 40-year-old sl- Look at that. That's much better. Yeah. That is much better. It's great. I will say in his defense, I think he's been not dying it for a while now. I think it's been great. But it's the first there. time I've Ooh. noticed. Yes. This photo down the bottom, you reckon there's oh no, nah, that's not. just no, long that's gray hair coming through, yeah. I no, think he's better no. shaved. I think it's better shaved. Again, you, we've you always said th- it's business. Oh, no, time you hair. don't think he's put a fuck a bit of a wash through that? Mm, I don't think so. I think I it's think just gray hair. I think he's washed but that. He's tight, tight skin. Tight skin. I don't know if it's Bowie or what. How old is Michael? He's in his forties, obviously. Forty five? He no, is 42. 42. Bang. Fuck, look at just, just yeah. in me. Just in me. All right. Beautiful. Thanks for fucking joining us, punters and dribblers. See you later. Happy Anzac Happy Day. Happy Anzac Day. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.